When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. again everyone welcome back to thought seeds podcast i'm amy ennell and this is episode 57 today our topic is slayer of giants part two yesterday we talked about how physical giants struck fear into the hearts of the 10 spies who were leaders of israel and we talked about how mighty king saul and his army were so afraid of goliath that they sat for 40 days listening to him rail against them and the god of israel And we talked about David, who rose up in indignant courage and faith and spoke the truth to the giant in his face. God delivered Goliath into the hands of David, just as David said he would. I want to draw your attention back to Joshua chapter 1. Moses has died and he's left Joshua as God's newly appointed leader of the people of Israel. Joshua, if you'll remember, was one of the 12 men, the leaders of the tribes of Israel, who was sent to spy out and scout around the land of Canaan. He and Caleb tried to convince the entire nation that if they obeyed God, he would fight for them. They'd have their promised land. But because the people refused and they wouldn't believe and they wouldn't obey, God promised their generation that none of them would set foot in that promised land. Their children would inherit it instead. So for nearly 40 more years, they were wanderers in the wilderness until the last of the unbelieving generation had died. The only two people that God spared were Joshua and Caleb because of their faith and their obedience. So back to Joshua chapter 1. Before Moses handed the reins of leadership over to Joshua, Joshua was the commander of Israel's armies. Yes, even in the wilderness, this nation had an army. And they needed it. Now, God used the battles that they encountered in their decades in the wilderness to test them and train them and hone their skills. Moses was a different kind of leader than Joshua. He'd been raised in a royal environment with education and refinement. And after that, he was a shepherd for 40 years. His background was essential to the task of guiding and, yes, shepherding the people of God for 40 more years. Joshua, though, Joshua was a military man, a general, and his leadership, with his background, it came at exactly the time that Israel needed it. They were about to march into a land filled with strong cities and strong people. These are people who not only didn't follow or believe in God, they openly practiced true wickedness in their religious worship. God promised they'd not only be stronger than Israel, but that he would be on their side. 
Israel's side, fighting their battles with them. In Joshua chapter 1, God's talking to Joshua, the new commander-in-chief of his people. He knows Joshua, this military man. He's got to have been thinking and strategizing and planning for how to go about all of this. So God has a chat with him. I want to share that chat with you because it directly links to our topic of God slaying our giants. Joshua 1 verses 1 through 9 say this. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, you and all this people, into the land that I am giving to them, to the people of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given to you, just as I promised to Moses. From the wilderness and Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites to the great sea, toward the going down of the sun, shall be your territory. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Just as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you or forsake you. Be strong and courageous, for you shall cause this people to inherit the land that I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous, being careful to do according to all the law that Moses my servant commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may have good success wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Have not I commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Before he even approached the entirety of the nation of Israel, God spoke privately with General Joshua. And he made bold and big promises. And at the same time, he urged Joshua to have courage and trust. The first giant that Israel encountered was the fortified city of Jericho. The city was surrounded by a fat and tall retaining wall and a huge city wall with houses built right into the structure of it. I want to read a paragraph from an article that focused a lot on the archaeological finds for the ancient city of Jericho, and I'll link to it in the description. The mound, or tell, of Jericho was surrounded by a great earthen rampart or embankment with a stone retaining wall at its base. The retaining wall was some 4 to 5 meters, or 12 to 15 feet high. On top of that was a mud brick wall 2 meters, or about 6 feet thick, and about 6 to 8 meters, or 20 to 26 feet high. At the crest of the embankment was a similar mud brick wall whose base was roughly 14 meters, or 46 feet, above the ground level, outside the retaining wall. This is what loomed high above the Israelites as they marched around the city each day for seven days. Humanly speaking, it was impossible for the Israelites to penetrate the impregnable bastion of Jericho. I want to repeat that last sentence. Humanly speaking, it was impossible for the Israelites to penetrate the impregnable bastion of Jericho. And yet, that's exactly what they did. The evidence shows that Jericho's walls crumbled and that the city was burned. That's what the Bible tells us happened, too. How 
Was this possible? It was possible because God, the slayer of giants, slayed the giant wall in their way. What giants are in your life? Are you frozen in indecision at how to face them? Maybe they scare you so much that you're hiding. Giants aren't always huge warriors in massive armor, and they're not always enormous military fortifications either. The giants I'm talking about are problems that feel insurmountable. Maybe you have a habit that you just can't shake, and it feels impossible. Maybe your marriage is a disaster, and the enemy's convinced you that nothing's ever going to be better. In the days that we're living in right now, many people have lost their jobs or their businesses. And their finances are in ruins. And there's no visible hope of improvement in sight. These are some of our giants. As your child or your spouse or maybe a parent or sibling shackled by chains of addiction and everything seems to just get worse, not better. That's a giant. God is the slayer of giants. In 1 Samuel chapter 2, we find a prayer from Hannah. The mother of Samuel, as she brings him to Eli and she dedicates his life in service to the Lord. Her giant was infertility. And she cried out to God and asked him, please slay this giant. And you know what? After he gave her Samuel, he gave her six more children. And she has, a, and for the first ten verses of this chapter, it's a, it's a prayer and a song. At the end of her prayer in verses 9 and 10, we read this. He will guard the feet of his faithful ones, but the wicked shall be cut off in darkness. For not by might shall a man prevail. The adversaries of the Lord shall be broken to pieces. Against them he will thunder in heaven. The Lord will judge the ends of the earth. He will give strength to his king and exalt the horn of his anointed. Psalm 24, 8 reminds us who God is. Who is this King of glory? The Lord, strong and mighty. The Lord, mighty in battle. I can't promise exact answers or outcomes to your battles with your giants. I can promise this, though. God will fight for you if you will let him. Spend time every day in prayer and reading his word. Surrender everything to him, including your own plans. Lay your fear and your indecision at his feet. Your broken heart, it's waiting for him to restore you. Your broken marriage or your rebellious child. These giants are not too big for your God. Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid or dismayed because the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Tomorrow I'm going to be talking about the Isaac Watts hymn, O oh God, Our Help in Ages Past. I hope that you'll join me. Thank you for being with me today. I'd love to hear from you about your giants in life. Talk to me in the comments or email me. Also with your questions or personal prayer requests at thoughtseedspodcast at gmail.com. It's my privilege to pray for each person listening. I'll see you back here tomorrow. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.